Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am Jerry Brooks, your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, fighting for freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of association, and all the other great freedoms our Constitution grants us. We are doing a little something special today. We're doing a simulcast here on Facebook Live and also for our audio uh, podcast today. I hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend. Hope it was a safe one and the weather was nice. Had tons of barbecue and all the other great American traditions that uh, we normally have. And it's great to be back. Um, Not quite as scruffy as I was over the weekend. Uh, But it's okay. It's time to get back to work and get back to saving our country. And before we get into uh, some of the news of the day, I just want to let you know that inblackandright.net is declaring the month of July American Pride Month. We're not only celebrating the 4th of July and Independence Day, we're taking the entire month of July as American Pride Month. And yes, wear your flags, display them properly, wear them on your shirts, put them on your cars, other vehicles. Yes, it's American pride. And yes, it's going to be fun. And I'm having a great deal of fun doing it myself. Uh, actually, the, uh, yes, the let's go that you see on my shirt if for the uh, Facebook Live audience, it's like, yes, Brandon is underneath it. Yes. Yay, happy, happy, happy. Ugh. Anyway, so uh, if you're still wanting to send us questions and co- or comments or whatever about the uh, show, you can always send us an email in right at gmail.com. You can check out inblackandright.net, our website. Uh, we're just only a few weeks away from taking the show on the road uh, to Texas to Big D, Dallas, Texas, for CPAC, Texas, uh, the first week of August, and it looks like it's going to be a great one, just like it was when we were in Orlando back in February. So we're doing that. We've got a fundraiser going right now. We're halfway to our goal, and we hope that folks can uh, just contribute and help us get over the top on that one. Uh, Excuse me. So anyway... Yes, over the 4th of July, and I was afraid of this. I was very, very much afraid of this. And it was awful. I mean, yes, it was awful. And as I tried to tell people, yep, holiday weekend, city of Chicago, means huge problems. Now, the interesting thing about this July 4th, that somehow it got overshadowed in Chicago by the crazy demented gunman or deranged gunman in Highland Park, Illinois, uh, just a suburb of Chicago. So yeah, that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy. Yes, 
six people as of this afternoon's briefing by the Highland Park Police Department and Illinois authorities. Yes, six people confirmed dead, dozens injured. It's absolutely in freaking sane. But yet, and, and, I, and I sound really cold when I do this, and I don't mean to, but yes, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. Another massacre. Another armed massacre. But yet, but yet, in Chicago, over the same period, over Fourth of July weekend, over 80 people were injured and 13 are dead. As you always get every holiday weekend in Chicago. Just random gun violence. But yet, they seem to want to put the emphasis on what happened in Highland Park. And it's horrible in both places. But somehow, the mainstream media, once again, is wanting to stick to their uh, messed up, demented, and frankly, just demonic and twisted agenda focused on what happened in Highland Park. And it was awful. Yes, it was absolutely awful. But you know, when I see Highland Park and I saw what happened in Chicago, you know, to all the anti-gun zealots, shut up. Just simply shut up. Because you wanted something done after Uvalde, Texas and that massacre. Okay, you whined, you screamed, you moaned. Okay, boom, you got it. You got what you wanted. You got the bipartisan gun bill. You had rhino Republicans essentially taking the constitutional rights under the Second Amendment and completely trashed them. There were about oh, 12 or 14 in the Senate and about the same number in the House taking law-abiding gun owners and throwing them under the bus. So now we got it. Now you've got all this other stuff. So now, in spite of all that has, in, all that crazy messed up bill has, yet here we go. Boom! Once again, more gun violence. And not just Chicago, not just Highland Park. I mean, let's take a look at some of the fun things that happened over the weekend. Yes, Highland Park, six people dead, dozens injured. Now we go to Philadelphia. Eight people were killed, and this is from Forbes Magazine, uh, Forbes Magazine Online. Eight people were killed in Philadelphia and more than a dozen injured in a string of gun violence since Friday night. Again, and this is according to the Gun Violence Archive. And in that, two Philadelphia police officers were, wound, were shot and wounded at a 4th of July concert and fireworks show. Okay, let's move on. New York City, the Big Apple. Police in New York said that at least 27 people were shot, including three who were killed, in 14 separate incidents over the holiday weekend. Hmm, okay. Baltimore. Uh, there were three people who, were, uh, who died in Baltimore during the 4th of July weekend. Sacramento, California. A shooting outside of a nightclub left one person dead and four wounded early Monday morning. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Even, oh, my goodness. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Hmm. 
hope I kind of wish Kyle Rittenhouse was there. Maybe that could have been stopped, but one person died and four people were injured in a shooting at a residence in Kenosha, Wisconsin. No suspects are in custody. Now, the Highland Park, Illinois shooter has been caught and is in custody. Apparently, uh, he was a 22-year-old young man. So, apparently, uh, the enhanced uh, background check wouldn't have worked because he was over the age of 21. So, for those of you who screamed, who griped, who moaned, and complained, oh, we have to do something, we have to do something. Well, we did. Did it stop gun violence? No, it didn't. It didn't even put a dent in it. And yes, there were other cities that had violence over the 4th of July weekend that were beyond uh, just the list that I had. But New York, New York City and Philadelphia and Baltimore, yes, all of them have in common, they are run by Democrats. Run by Democrats. And yet you still have this rampant violence all over the place. Oh, spare me. For the Matthew McConaughey's who went to the White House briefing room, which was just too weird for me, even though, you know, apparently it seemed to have worked. But now, for all of those, and I literally would love to talk to the Republicans who thought that this bipartisan gun bill was such a great idea. Uh, really, do you still want to stand by that in light of what's happened over the 4th of July weekend? Hmm? Do you really want to? Because also, we're not just dealing with gun violence, we're still dealing with the pro-abortion, pro-dead baby left who are still calling for the head of Justice Thomas. I'm like, what in the heck? Because the marshal of the Supreme Court isn't even going to the DOJ because whoever this person is knows that Merrick Garland and the Department of Injustice aren't going to do their job. The person had to go to the governors of Maryland and Virginia, both Republican, to ask them to protect the justices because they're not going to get any help from the FBI or anybody, really. So, yes, Virginia State Police, the Maryland State Police are going to be protecting the justices while they are out of session, which ended on June the 30th. So, yeah. So, we've still got some serious whack jobs, demonized whack jobs out there. I mean, even listening to some of the details from the Highland Park Police Department, the, the suspect, the, the shooter, who I don't even want to name, apparently dropped his rifle uh, after he was finished shooting everybody and mixed in with the crowd just as cool as could be and even tried to dress as a woman to evade capture by the police I'm going oh my goodness and yet Illinois Illinois the state of Illinois has the sixth most restrictive gun laws in the country and yet this kid this demonized kid was able to obtain 
the gun legally. Legally, according to the mayor of Highland Park. I thought, okay, yeah, okay, so much for that. And even the city of Highland Park has a quote-unquote assault weapons ban and has since 2013. Well, it certainly didn't help here. A legally obtained gun used in a mass shooting and all the gun laws in the world, including a citywide ordinance against quote-unquote assault weapons, didn't stop it. It didn't stop it. Now, frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sick of it. I am truly sick of all these gun crazies who, I mean, it's one thing if you're a zealot and you're wrong all the time, but basically when you've got people who, out of fear, out of being reactionary, are doing stuff and saying things that are just plain, you know, no, 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 no. I mean, you can talk about mental health issues. You can talk red flag laws. There are places where there are red flag laws, including Florida. And Florida's law, even that has problems because it's being used even on children as young as eight years old. Really? Now, this wasn't Governor DeSantis is doing. This was his predecessor, Rick Scott, before he became U.S. Senator. Now, frankly, some of this needs to be either repealed and redone or made some serious overhauls because this is just plain messed up. It's just messed up because it's still any red flag law is still a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. It's a Second Amendment nightmare, a Fourth Amendment nightmare, Fifth Amendment nightmare. I mean, who's going to be the great arbiter of, you know, somebody says something, oh, this person's dangerous, They're, they have guns, and, and, and I don't feel safe. Well, have they, you know, have they made direct threats? I mean, it, I mean, or is it just a plain lie? I don't know. But yet, here comes law enforcement taking away your guns with no search, and, no warrant, no search, no search and seizure. I mean, it's a Fourth Amendment nightmare. And besides, how are you going to get your guns back? You're going to have to go through some type of legal means. A hearing before a judge or what have you hmm so who's going to be the great arbiter so I have some major major reservations with these red flag laws and now in this stupid bipartisan bill that went through Congress and Biden signed it now states are going to be bribed bribed into essentially coming up with red flag laws if they don't have them already. Giving money to states in the form of grants, which is essentially a bribe. It's a bribe, folks. It's a straight up bribe. To come up with laws that absolutely do nothing. I mean, New York State has, a, has red flag laws and they've just gone gun control crazy, but yet the shooting 
uh, the massacre at the supermarket in Buffalo, that still happened. Illinois and Chicago, the city of Chicago, some of the most strictest gun control laws in the country, and yet you still had another weekend filled with mass violence, mass death, in not just the city of Chicago, but in the suburb of Highland Park and other places around the country. So, folks, I don't know where you're getting this, oh, we have to do something. Well, we did something, and it still continues. It still continues. So, yeah, so now, once again, for those who screamed about, we need to do something, where are you? Hmm? Come on. You wanted something done after Uvalde, and you got it. And now, all of a sudden, here we come, 4th of July. You know, supposed to be a great celebration of the independence of America. And boom, here we go again. More shootings, more massacres, and yet, you know, hey, you know, we, we need to do something. We, uh, you know, no, we already tried that. And it got us bad policy, and it still didn't stop the problem. It still didn't stop the problem. This is why in black and white is essentially, I'm declaring July, the entire month of July, American Pride Month, because I, as a legal gun owner, I did everything I was supposed to do, and I'm really not in the mood, and nor are the people in the community I live in are interested in giving up our Second Amendment rights. It's, it's not cool. It's not going to happen because, frankly, the people that I've gotten to know in this area of Florida where I live, North Central Florida, they just assume, hey, you're going to have to pry the gun out of my cold, dead hand. And, well, I tend to agree with that because that's the only way you're going to get my guns that's the only way you're going to get them because I am not giving up my rights at all. This is why I am so, so happy, so incredibly happy to be living in the great sunshine state of Florida. I'm loving it. And I'm just going to say, hey, I'm just going to be okay with it. And if some people aren't okay with uh, my views on the Second Amendment, well, then, well, you know, hey, screw you and the horse you rode in on. Because I'm not giving it up, and I'm not going to be nice about it. I, I refuse to be nice to people who have just got it somewhere in their deranged minds that it's okay to stomp on my constitutional rights as an American citizen. Sorry not gonna happen you can't cancel me you can't silence me you can certainly try but you will fail miserably you will just simply fail it's not gonna happen so yay happy on that one but but yeah I'm but I am curious about something else kind of segueing out into a different topic now of course we know what's going on with our food situation. We are, we've got people in this country talking about food shortages and what is being done systematically to hurt our farmers is just twisted. 
Now, I live in a community that has farmers, several farmers, multi-generational farmers. And I've had a chance to talk to some of them. And it's horrible because of the price of diesel, the shortages of fertilizer, which is basically controlled by the Russians. And pretty much Biden and his administration has given all this money to the Ukraine. Essentially, it's hush money, in my view, because of Hunter Biden and his very, very sketchy business dealings with uh, Burisma and other Ukrainian oligarchs who are just as bad as the Russians. But nope, we're just going to make Ukraine a priority and to hell with the United States and its citizens. Now, I don't know where you, where most people stand on this, but I think that's just twisted. This whole liberal world order, now remember, those are Joe Biden's words, not mine. And it's being repeated by his people in the administration. The liberal world order, which means if you have obscene prices for gas, you're going to have to basically embrace the suck. You're just going to have to because however long it takes because Biden is demented and he, is, he has no clue what he's doing. So you're taking obscene inflation and, and the, the official numbers for the second quarter will be coming out very shortly to essentially tell us, hey, and confirm into the minds of many, anybody with any kind of critical thinking skills that, yeah, we're in a recession. We are in a full-blown recession. It, the only question is how bad. Between inflation, interest rates, monetary policy, it is a triple threat or a hat trick for the evil liberal world order types to essentially take average Americans and especially these Wall Street guys who want to bring down wages well excuse me but that's pretty dang racist because the people who will be the most adversely affected by that will be blacks and american latinos yes that's right these yahoos on wall street want to take american minorities and essentially make them poor because they're going to have a huge pool of non-skilled illegal immigrant labor that they can that they can choose from and they're going to be able to, and they're going to take what they're given because where they come from I mean what $7 an hour would be considered a fortune to them but you know we're not going to we're not going to uh, you know, we're not going to close the border. We're not going to build the wall. We're just going to let everybody in. Do, 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 do. You know, and their first cousins and all the criminals and the cartels and the human smugglers, the sex traffickers and all of that. But I'll tell you what, though. Today, I believe it's going to be today. There are folks in some of these, I think there's at least eight border counties in Texas that are going to declare 
and I'm just waiting for the actual news that they're going to declare an invasion at the border. They're not going to wait for Governor Abbott. They're not going to wait for anybody because these people are ticked. They're tired of it. They are tired of it, and they are going to fight. They're going to have to fight uh, Austin. They're going to have to fight D.C., but since Governor Abbott, who is running for re-election, doesn't seem to be interested in declaring an invasion, especially after what happened last week with over 50 migrants, illegal migrants, who died in, the tra in a semi-trailer near San Antonio. Dead. And I don't know how many more might have died or what have you, if anybody survived, but over 50 illegal immigrants died in that truck trailer. Couldn't get out, couldn't get any air, baking in the hot Texas sun, but nope, 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 nope. But now finally, you know, some media outlets, some of the corporate media had to, had to cover it because you don't, as much as they wanted to ignore it, and believe me, they did, they couldn't. They could not. Not a story this big. So yeah, this is going to be real interesting to see what happens, but I want to see what happens with these counties. And probably with the support of their county sheriffs and their county commissions and mayors and so forth, they're saying enough is enough. Governor Abbott, either do your dang job and declare an invasion, you have the constitutional authority to do so, or not. That's essentially what it's boiled down to. And frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for those counties. I'm going to be rooting for those sheriffs. I'm going to be rooting for all of them down there on the border. Because the, the Hispanics down there in Del Rio, Eagle, Eagle Pass, all along the Texas border, they're pissed. I mean, Hispanic support for Biden and Democrats is in the mid-20s. And, of course, you throw in the historic blockbuster victory of Myra Flores in Texas 34th Congressional, a Democrat stronghold since Reconstruction, which is 150 years, and yet a, his, a young very beautiful, smart, Hispanic, Republican, Latina won with over 50% of the vote, so there's not going to be a runoff, and she beat two Democrats to do it. I'm like, hello, if that's not a harbinger of things to come for Democrats, you better figure this out because they're not going to be putting up with this, not in Texas, not in New Mexico, not in Arizona, not anywhere. Because every state now is a border state. You know, not just the illegal immigrants just coming on through, but everything they're bringing with them. The cartels and the fentanyl and other drugs and guns and people. I mean, my gosh. I mean, it's the United States government has become a partner with the biggest human smuggling ring on the planet. I don't know where people are getting this from, but 
It needs to be stopped. There needs to be people starting in January, you know, should the great red tsunami come, there's going to need to be people who are going to be essentially impeached. And yes, you start down the list. You got Mayorkas at Homeland. You've got Merrick Garland over at Justice because he's not doing his job. I mean, my gosh, that's just the start. And there are others too because I'll tell you what, if McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy becomes speaker, he better not pull a Paul Ryan. He better not. He better let his committee chairs do their freaking jobs. Do oversight. Do investigative work. Let them do what they are supposed to do. And let them get to the bottom of things. With Fauci and Hunter Biden and Merrick Garland not doing his job protecting Supreme Court justices under federal statute. He, just get, get with the program. Get, do not stop this because I'll guarantee you the boss, Mr. Donald J. Trump or President Trump, he's going to be running in 2024. And no matter what the January 6th kangaroo court does, they're not going to succeed. And Liz Cheney is going to go down in flames. Down in flames because her great grand plan is not going to work. I mean, this woman has now gotten to the point, Liz Cheney, where she's having to beg Democrats to cross over and vote for her. I'm like, no, dear. Face it. You're way down in the polls. Way down. Last time I checked, Liz Cheney was down over 30 points in the Republican primary. Maggie uh, Harriet Hagerman is doing her job and she's just going out there and she is just tearing her to shreds you go harriet you just you go girl but yeah there's going to be a lot going on uh you know starting this week now that we're back to sort of i guess normal but as far as congress goes you know, they're not going to be, they're, they're not going to have a whole lot of time, especially the Democrats, because I know there's going to be stuff that they're going to want to push through and push through hard because there's not many working days left in the legislative session before the midterms. There aren't that many. And there are still primaries to be done, including the state of Florida, which will be August 23rd. So yeah, it's going to be quite a bit of time and it's ticking. It's ticking for the Democrats. They are absolutely running out of time because it's going to be ugly. And I hope and I'm praying that the uglier, the better. That they just lose not just congressional seats. I pray that they're going to be losing Senate seats, governorships, state legislatures, because it is time, it is long past time that these people be taken out. Now, I'm not taking them out to dinner. You don't kill them. Just take them out of office. Vote them out. Turn 
the Democrat Party into a dinosaur, a relic of a failed relic of history, because we have the opportunity. It is a not just a golden opportunity, it's a platinum opportunity. <laughs> it's a platinum opportunity to get this country back. Now, there are those of the progressives, you know, and even progressive Christians, it's like, folks, I will tell you right now, get out of the way. Because God has an agenda, and if you get in front of it, you will be turned into road pizza. Now, I'm just telling you, because he's going to get his job done with or without you. And if he has to offend you, roll over you, to get it, it's going to happen. And that's what I'm believing for, and that's what I'm praying for, because I firmly believe that God is not done with America he still loves this country, and he still has things for us to do. So I say, okay, uh, count me in, let me do what I can to contribute to saving the country instead of tearing it to shreds. And this is why I'm making the month of July, the rest of July, American Pride Month because it's American pride, American exceptionalism, and the American spirit that our forefathers had on July the 4th, 1776, that is going to help get this country back on the track that it needs to be. So with that in mind, folks, let me just say thank you again for listening and or watching if you're on Facebook Live. Um, looking forward to doing a few more of these. So, in the meantime, my friends, take care of yourselves. Uh, look us up on your favorite podcast. We're on any platform. We're on all of them. Just look for in black and white, or you can just type in my name, Jerry Brooks, and find the famous, the famous flaming microphone. So, for now, catch you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. God bless, and God bless America. And always remember, patriots come in all colors.